Star Wars 7x7, episode 335 today. More with Tim McMahon from the Expanded Fandomverse and Joa and Mike from the Cantina cast as we get into the Expanded Comicverse of the Star Wars universe. Punch it, Chewie! No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. And Darth Vader number five, in which we discover that some weird clones slash cyborgs are possibly being trained as replacements to Darth Vader. And the discussion gets into what Palpatine's game plan is, and Mike from the Cantina cast is the one that kicks it off. I've always said... Obi-Wan did him a favor by making Anakin, like, you know, not as able as he would have been. Anakin or Vader is kind of restricted, and, and the Emperor kind of knows that. Um, so he'll never challenge him to his position, but Vader's only, only going to be around so long, I, I guess, in that iron lung and everything. So the, uh, <laughs> the Emperor's going to come up with some kind of a backup plan. And this, I, you know, we were talking about this, Joe and I, because we're going to go over, you know, Mr. Snoke there, uh, if that's how you pronounce his name, these Star Wars names. But uh, we're going to go over, you know, where he might have come from and how things might be, you know, how they are. And it just made me think, like, well, the Emperor's always thinking ahead. Even if he's, I, I imagine, when we're going to get into this conversation, Joe, in the, on our next episode, that the Emperor would even plan for his own demise somehow. Um, almost like this Kylo guy there, uh, you know, Kylo 4 there. Now he's Kylo 5 or, or Silo 5, whatever you want to, Kylo, Kylo, whatever his name is, maybe. But, you know, I'm from New England, as you guys know, so my accent's a little weird. But, uh, but I the case uh yeah that, that's how i see it i don't see and that was the weird thing like he's out of nowhere like palpatine said hey hey i'm here dude what's up how you doing uh veda chill out calm down it's like <laughs> me telling joa easy easy now that type of thing but it was it was a little uh strange well well i'll say this um we we talked about this in our darth Vader dissection last year and you know about how he is you know even as a sith is still obsessed with the force like he doesn't like the whole technology and maybe that's because he became part of technology and he doesn't like that part of himself or whatever the reason is but he makes certain statements to where you know you know the force is where it's at and you know people make fun of it he force chokes him and, and this and that and we kind of see this again in the comic, the Emperor seems to lean the other way. Even though he's a very powerful Force user, he's relying on the Death Star to gain him more power. He's relying on technology, something that Vader doesn't necessarily agree with. And I think that's where the conflict is between Vader and the and the Emperor. And and I think the Emperor's game plan here is is he's not necessarily thinking this silo guy has all the answers, but he's like, look. Uh, Hey, you got a PowerPoint presentation, man? I'll listen to it. <laughs> like, I, he's got his inquisitors it, too, right? Yeah, he's got well, the inquisitors I, you know, I, now. These guys, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't know necessarily that you know you're going to impress me, but it's like, look, you set up a business meeting with me. I'm here. Show it to me. If I don't like what I see, then I'll zap you with lightning, you know. And uh, you know, I'll keep Vader around for another day until I find something else I you know like better. You know, he's like, I'll keep my stock in Vader until I can sell it for for something better, you know? So I think that's really, I think that might be what Palpatine's game plan is, is just, he's looking for a better alternative at all times. He's looking to make himself more powerful 
uh, in his arms in in this race of um, whatever whoever he's racing against, and he seems to have the rebels outnumbered at every turn. Well, but yet they he's, yet he's, they he seem said, to always come out on top. Yeah, but he's, as he said, the, the empire is at a, a threshold in ways. I think it was the previous comic there where he said, or even earlier on. I'm sorry, in the first one, we were saying. We're we've we're kind of at the brink here, so it's. It, I had this little theory that like he had all these inquisitors, and Ezra and, and company kind of killed them all off in in a way, which is why in Empire Strike Back you you see the bounty hunters getting more involved, which is at this point they're getting involved in and stuff like that. So this was kind of his backup plan for the inquisitors and Vader in a sense, I guess you could say, um, if you want to put it all throw it all in together there. So. Yeah, I like you bringing up the inquisitors. When I first read this, my thought was, okay, these are like the equivalent of Padawan Inquisitors. Like, these are people who could eventually graduate to Inquisitor level, maybe. Is Darth Maul going to teach them, Joa? Just curious. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, Darth Maul's going to show up in Rebels, so, but I think he'll die before the end of that. So, But, I mean, you know, who's teaching these guys the double-bladed lightsaber? You know, yeah, that's all I'm saying. That. Yeah, yeah, at least. Well, well, I mean, Palpatine said in, uh, you know, Clone Wars, you know, I've got further uses for you, so... I mean, I I just feel well, that, like Darth Maul right is sitting in a school, school somewhere, everybody. and he's just waiting for another student. He's like, "You want to learn the double bladed lightsaber? <laughs> Let's go, man." Well, that's the thing. Palpatine's always looking for something like an edge. That's why I always say, like, you know, he may have died in Return of the Jedi, but he had a plan for the because at the end of the day, it's the Sith continuing on, and I think he would want that. He wouldn't want to just like, yeah, he, he, it thinks that he lost all his power and he's dead type of thing, but. He would want the Sith to continue leading the way and not the Jedi or, or the Rebels or something like that. So this has got to be kind of like an experiment, like, you know, kind of I'm tinkering around and you gave me a good PowerPoint presentation, as Joe has said. And uh, I gave you a shot. I gave you a shot. We'll see what goes on when Vader slashes everyone up. You know, uh, things aren't going to work out so well, I guess. And that's going to do it for this excerpt. Tomorrow we're going to talk about Kanan number two, which was definitely hands down the favorite of the three comics that were discussed in the upcoming episode. You didn't think we'd leave without doing trivia, did you? Oh, I see it. Oh, this is going to be easy. Last time we asked you who called Han Solo an old pirate, and that was Lando, of course. Today's question, what was the first type of ship Darth Vader destroyed during the first Death Star battle? Ooh... Thanks for flying with me for another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, no Bothan spies died to bring it to you, so please leave me a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. That way you'll be helping to spread the word about the podcast to gorgeous Star Wars fans like you. Meanwhile, show notes, swag, the breaking news Twitter feed, and more are waiting for you at SW7x7.com. This doesn't feel like rock. It's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!